You're listening to the Association Show. My name is Torben Grosser. And I'm Katrina Franzoy. In this episode, you will get to listen to our first case study showdown. If you're wondering what the point is of offering presentations as a podcast, go back to episode zero, where I take more time to explain how exactly we got here. But before we begin with the session info, let us provide you with some more context on why we chose the structure of this particular session. In episode one, I mentioned that we wanted to give technology providers a voice without having them drive the content because what they do is interesting and important, but they also tend to camouflage sales pitches as content quite often. So there was no space for that at the association show. So Katrina, what do we do? <laughs> well, Torben, I'll tell you. Um, first, we looked at like demos in general. And my experience with demos, I don't know about you, but they're boring. <laughs> they aren't the most glamorous part of any event planner or supplier job. I've watched demos, I've given demos. On the supplier side, you can really see, see where people drop off unless they are really in the market for what you're showing them. So when Torben brought the idea of showcasing other event tech adjacent suppliers, I was hesitant because this show was so exciting to put together and now you want to add in demos? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's true. That was, yeah, it was a bit weird, but hear me out. So, so technology itself is actually not that interesting. And that's, I, I guess that's a weird thing for me to say, um, <laughs> but hear me out. So I'm, I'm a maker myself and I love uh, like soldering and tinkering and having LEDs blink and buzzes buzz and so on. Um, but, you know, unless you're me, an LED is something that is super boring. What's really cool is an LED that does something. And this is kind of what I thought I wanted to bring to our audience. So uh, virtual event platforms, and please don't, don't tell anybody I said this, but virtual event platforms are boring, but using them to do fun events, that is really, really cool. So uh, what's kind of important to us is that we asked our suppliers to provide us with a really, really cool case study. And to make it even harder for them, we asked them to make all of this happen in two minutes. And that may also just be due to my Germanness. Who knows? Well, we wanted to wrap up the event on a high note as well. So we kind of had all these goals that we needed to combine. Um, that's just another basic trick that I learned at college, uh, studying event management and events on a high note. Um, because even if you had like issues throughout your event, people are going to forget them if you end the event on a high note. So, um, yeah, but how, you know, how can we present things like things in an exciting way? And like, we, you know, who can do this? We got a consigner. We'll get him on. Listen for you, boys. Good kind of cow. Get a bit higher. All right. Heaven, 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 heaven. Seventy, seventy-five. I'm a seventy. Give me no seventy-five. I'm gonna be here now. Seventy. Give me seventy-one. I'm gonna give me seventy. Give me seventy-one. I'm gonna give me seventy-one. Give me seventy-two. Three, three dollars. She's on. Hey, seventy-three. Give me four. I'm a three dollar. Give me seventy-three. So yeah, that was it. Like auctioneers, they can make people freak out over like weird porcelain eggs or stamps or other things I don't really get. So you know, can we get an auctioneer to kind of? auctioneer off our case studies instead? 
So I thought the idea was great and would definitely solve my boring worry. Uh, we had never seen someone host a case study in this way. So the research started. We talked to a few and to be honest, it was, it was hard for them to really understand what we were going for. Like, like, no, you won't be auctioning anything off. We just need your presentation skills. Like there was a bit of a disconnect, but then we realized, did we really actually need an auctioneer for this? So uh, then we just, went down. Just hijacking this very briefly. The thing I, Go for I, it, yeah. I, I enjoyed most about this was just talking to all these amazing event professionals from from the South. Like usually, you know, EventMobi is pretty much based in Canada and a mm -hmm. pretty North American company. But all these people in the South, they were so charming and so warm and so welcoming. <laughs> they were, they were. They, were, they really were trying to understand. I think they kind of got it in the end, but it was still like a, but wait, what? <laughs> so, so we went down the other route, right? So who else could we put, who else could put on a really good show? So in another life, I used to be a filmmaker. And if you listened to episode one. Are you a filmmaker? Um, Are you, do you have an IMDb profile? Listen. If you want to look it up, you can, all right? I'm not bragging, but it does exist, all right? All right? Some Windsor films, some Toronto films. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's why in, in episode one, I talked more about the fourth wall and, and explained it in, in a bit more detail. But um, I'm still connected uh, on my Facebook with a lot of people from my filmmaking days, uh, other filmmakers, editors, even actors. So I put a general call out on my Facebook page saying that I needed somebody. And, and within a day, I got some messages and that's when I found Oliver, an actor from Toronto, who is the founder of an acting school, actually, which is pretty cool. So just like our experience with Liz in episode two, we got some immediate pushback when we told him about our idea. Yeah, because we also told him about the auctioneering thing and essentially said, Oliver, you need to play an auctioneer. And he's like, yeah, what we're trying to do with the auctioneering setting he, you know, he would be happy to do that. But what we're really looking for is more of a race car announcer persona. Um, and that's another thing I, I really learned from the association show. Like if you, if you hire people to help you, just listen to them. Um, assume they're probably smarter than you. Um, you know, and so that's why, why we went with this, with this new style. And Curiously, though, and I think also this podcast is like a great moment to to talk about this and admit that the first case study showdown didn't quite work as planned, um, maybe 90%. So despite us being really clear on what we wanted people to do and what we wanted um, everybody to present, the case studies dangerously started drifting into sales pitch territory and you know that's that's the opposite of what we wanted and we address that in the next episode and we'll address how we did that in episode five of this podcast so if you want to know what oliver came up with for this first case study showdown um how about you stay on and we'll listen to that right now enjoy everyone Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Case Study Showdown. Bow, 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 bow. My name is Oliver Giorgio, special correspondent for the Association Show and Human Airhorn. I hope you've been enjoying the show so far. The next segment, 
We're sharing the stage with three event tech providers, like she mentioned, uh, who will have the opportunity to take two minutes to tell you about their product or service and wow you with a real life example of how one of their customers used it to meet their event goals. Uh, we wanna keep the association show free of covert sales pitches, uh, but we also know that you, just like I, love new tools. <laughs> I don't know any power tools. Uh, so we created this special section where we actually want to give you the opportunity to learn about some of the new toys that you might find useful. Uh, once all the three vendors have taken the stage, we're going to ask you to answer a poll question. Uh, please wait until you're prompted to answer it, though, as we'll be watching the results roll in live like a, an election, but a lot less stressful. Uh, there will be no Q&A during this segment. However, you will have the opportunity to enter an interactive breakout room afterwards and speak directly to the exhibitors. So stick around. The segment's gonna happen fast, so pay close attention. First up, we have Dimash Kunayev, the founder and CEO of Ingameo. Hi everyone, my name is Dimash Kunayev and I am the founder and CEO at Ingameo. Our platform uses gamification to help event professionals monetize their virtual and hybrid events while driving audience engagement and sponsorships ROI. I'm sure you will agree that audience engagement, sponsorship ROI, and monetization are among key challenges for our industry. So we decided to use gamification to combat these challenges. The idea is to use simple gaming mechanics, customize them with the sponsor's content, embed them into the flow of the event, and sell them as a separate sponsorship packages. We have four totally customizable out-of-the-box solutions. The interactive map where attendees could drop pins and see the pins of other attendees, the word search, the jigsaw puzzle, and the virtual selfie booth with multiple layouts. Our packages could engage up to 90% of the audience. They could drive 10 times more interactions with the sponsors, and you could sell the packages 10 times higher than their costs. You can simply embed our gamified packages into the menu of the event as a separate tabs. It is a premium spot, so it justifies the premium price. Each of the solutions behind the tabs has the following flow. The welcoming page, the storytelling page, the task page, the results page, and the call to action page, where the offer from the sponsor can be presented with a call to action button that could lead to the sponsor's website or lead generating form. So at the Taxi Talk event, the our jigsaw puzzle was embedded into the main menu and generated 10 times more interactions than a standard sponsorship page, while driving over 60 visits of the sponsors to the sponsor's website with an average duration of the engagement of over three minutes. We observed the same effectiveness of our map solution that drove about 67% uh, of click-through rate. And for the word search, uh, with about 70% click-through rate. And the same for the selfie booth with over 40% click-through rate. So our gamified sponsorship packages could turn engagement sinkholes, let's say like breaks between the sessions, into an interactive and engaging sales funnel for your sponsors, while generating extra monetization for your organization. Thank you for your attention, and I will be happy to answer your questions and tell you more about our solutions. Thank you, Dimash, for that amazing rundown on how Ingameo can increase engagement for virtual events. Uh, I'm curious to our attendees, what did you think about it? 
did, did you like what he said? Uh, we have a chat right over there that you can tell, say exactly what you want. Um, but of course, uh, stick around afterwards to be able to speak to them uh, directly. I love games. And by the way, I didn't know, Dimash, that you were in Double Dragon. That was pretty amazing. Um, so up next, we have uh, Rachel Stefan, the snowballer in chief at Snowball Event Influencer Marketing. Hi, I'm Rachel Stefan, founder of Snowball Event Marketing. How many hats do you get to wear at your association from events to membership to marketing and it can go on and on and you're tasked to do with so much with little. Have you factored in your people, your members to help you expand your reach and amplify your content and grow your events? They are your most powerful untapped resource, each other. They refer each other. They talk among, among each other. How did you do this for the Canadian Mining Institute and how does Snowball factor in in this whole marketing campaign? We believe that every single member, every single partner, exhibitor, sponsor, speaker has the potential to refer someone else like them to your event. For example, for the Canadian Mining Institute, what Snowball did is empowered every single segment of these audiences by giving them marketing tools that are personalized to each every one of them. So every exhibitor got their own landing page that promoted their presence at this show. Every speaker got their own page saying what they're gonna be presenting at the event. The participants, the same thing. They get an email asking them to share, take part into this campaign, which had also a gamification incentive, uh, incentive to help them uh, get excited about sharing this to social. And if they did, and the person and or the company that referred the most to this event got some prizes. And it's simple, if they decide to play along, they click on the one button, brings them to this widget social share, which is a snowball empowered uh, tool that lets them by a click of a button share to Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Slack, WhatsApp, by email, to any social network of their choice. From there, it amplifies the content, it helps convert more people to register for the event and it helps the organizer tap into a whole new audience that they did not have access to before. All that by empowering and leveraging the power of their own community, their own members as a new marketing channel. We can help you do the same. Thank you, Rachel, for showing us how to uh, empower and leverage your attendees to market the events. I know for a fact that my stepmom is the best salesperson of everything she's bought. So amazing uh, uh, strategy. Uh, let me know in the chat, have you used Snowball before? Maybe you have. And last but not least, please welcome Caitlin Davidson, Director of Customer Service at EventMobi to talk to you about the EventMobi Studio. My name is Caitlin Davidson, and I am the Director of Customer Support here at EventMobi. And today, I'm going to be taking you through a case study showdown, uh, and I'll be highlighting one of our newest and most exciting product releases, which is the EventMobi Studio. And today, we'll show you how it's being used by planners. All right, so starting off, the EventMobi Studio is fully integrated with the EventMobi platform, and this really makes it the perfect do-it-yourself solution to create on-brand and on-budget live stream broadcasts. With the EventMobi Studio, you'll be able to save virtual production costs, enhance the look of your broadcast to excite your attendees, and hit your sponsorship goals as well. So question is, how can you enhance the look of your broadcasts? 
With the Eventmobi Studio, you'll be able to brand your events. You can choose music, visual overlays, and backgrounds as well. Plus, you can include live captions on screen for gamification codes and also bring in comments from the chat section to showcase on screen. Sponsorships are a key part to any event, and Eventmobi Studio allows you to highlight your sponsors in a multitude of ways. You can use graphic overlays and logos to incorporate brand exposure, you can use ads for sponsorship ads and giveaways, and you can drive traffic to your sponsor booths using reminders in your live captions. Speaker management just got a whole lot easier too, because you can now allow your speakers to join the live session just by clicking a button right in their browser. You can also run rehearsals right in the event movie studio so that speakers are comfortable with the platform, and you can use the studio as a green room before going live. So let's check out a case for the EventMobi Studio. Well, actually, we're in one right now. We're using the EventMobi Studio for this event. The branding of the event was super important to us. Uh, we wanted it to feel nostalgic and also inviting. The look of the event needed to be carried over into the branding. And so we used backgrounds, overlays, and lower thirds to really match everything together. We also wanted to make sure that this event was engaging. So what we did is we used the live caption feature to showcase some of your comments throughout the episode. All of this creates a synchronous experience from campaign launch to event day. So if you're interested in learning more about EventMobi or the EventMobi Studio, make sure to join us at the after party following the show. Thanks for listening to my showcase and we hope to see you at the after party. Amazing. Thank you, Caitlin, for showing us how to event planners and organizers can uh, use the event mobi studio to stay on budget and also create engaging live streams uh since we all know how today's podcast is being produced uh, what do you think right pretty cool i didn't design it it's fine okay everyone uh now you've had a chance to listen to all three of our vendors uh it's time for our poll questions but don't answer quite yet I want to make sure everyone knows exactly where to find it uh, if you're watching from a laptop or desktop uh you'll see it to the right of this broadcast Oop, right next to the chat uh and to answer the poll question, if you don't see it, please refresh your browsers. Or uh, also, uh, you could uh, click polls and then use the arrows at the bottom to scroll down to the last question. Okay? I assume everyone's there now. One, two, three. Answer now. Uh, which company would bring value to your association's events? Okay. Uh, well, Event Moby Studio is currently in the lead. Ooh, and Gameo coming up, coming up hard from behind. Oh, Snowball. Okay. Oh, it, it's not moving very quickly. What's happened? Event Moby Studio is still in the lead. Still in the lead. Okay. Is this just like a, a, an advantage that we have because we're using it right now? Oh. Oh, Snowball's engine head. There we go. Oh, oh, there we go. I believe we have probably ten. Oh. Engameo, oh, Snowball and Engameo, they're both neck and neck right now. Neck and neck, Event Mobile Studio still in the lead, though. Snowball is coming ahead. It is gaining speed like a snowball. Rolling, oh, no, okay, Engameo's back up. There we go, yeah. Oh, Snowball's ahead again. Woo, there it is. Uh, picking up speed like a snowball rolling down a hill. Event Mobile Studio is still far in advance, though. Still very far ahead. Engameo and Snowball will have to uh, pick up the pace if they really want to... Oh, Event Moby Studio is Event Moby Studio is just le leaving leaving them behind. Uh, okay, yeah, fifty three to twenty five. Wow, that's that's great. That's a huge that's a huge margin. <laughs> uh, come on, Snowball and Gameo, you can do it. You can do it. Don't let the home team advantage get you down. You've got this. 
Are we? Is it? Is it done? Are we over? Is there still more? Are we still doing? We're still doing it. Still vote, 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 vote. What are you doing, people? Vote. I. <laughs> I, it feels like it feels like event Mobio has got it. So Snowball and Gameo are gonna have to. Is it? Is that it? Are we? Are we good? We're finished. Yeah, event Mobio Studio. Boo, 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 boo. Home team advantage uh, wins. You know what? I bet if we did this with Snowball or Gameo, they would have won on their own platforms too, right? All right. Uh, at this point, uh, uh, so it's so great to see that so many of you found our exhibitors valuable uh, to your next association event. Um, remember. If you liked, you can you could have chosen as many of those as you want kind of thing. If you liked uh, what you saw, go into the designated breakout room after the show and talk to those exhibitors. They want to talk to you. And guess what? I'll be there too. See you soon. The Association Show is a production by Eventmobi, hosted by me, Torben Grosser, and... Katrina Franzoy. Almost forgot your name there. Katrina Franzoy is also our lead producer. I am the executive producer. A video and audio editing, Francisco Sietzkowski. Live stream production by Ryan Sterno and Nathan Roberts. Queenie Xu and Jean Nim, our graphic designers. You can find the association show everywhere you get your podcast from and on eventmobile.com slash the association show. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>